work-life balance almost implies that work and life are two separate things, which is absolutely impossible in the life of an entrepreneur. The integration helps us recognize that it's okay for those to be two things that come together regularly. And we can find the synergy within those two things and still have a happy business and a happy life. Welcome to Million Dollar Flip Flops, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey to unlock the secrets of living life to the fullest. In this podcast, we dive deep into the minds of thought leaders, game changers, and business builders from around the world. If you're a business owner feeling trapped, overwhelmed, and longing for the time freedom you once dreamt of, this podcast is your beacon of hope. Buckle up, because here we go. Hi, Roger. Hey, Nicole. So recently we've been talking about this somewhat new concept to us of business life integration, which formally to us, we called work-life balance. Why don't you tell everyone why we like business life integration better? Because work-life balance is a sham. Why is it a sham? I think as, as an entrepreneur specifically, there's work-life balance implies that I'm aiming for this perfect equilibrium 50-50 of I'm going to do the work and I'm going to go live my life. And it's almost impossible to have that be the case when you you physically cannot leave work at the office. At least it, not 100%. So you're aiming for a, an unachievable goal and then wondering why you're not hitting it. Right. Work-life balance almost implies that work and life are two separate things, which is absolutely impossible in the life of an entrepreneur. The integration helps us recognize that it's okay for those to be two things that come together regularly, and we can find the synergy within those two things and still have a happy business and a happy life. I think where where that starts for me too is certainly when I'm working with people who are trying to do this, trying to get more of that. That's how I've lived my life and we've lived our lives for years and years and years and years and years. And it you forget that other people don't operate that way and that they struggle with it. And that's why I've built everything the million dollar flip-flops is, is to experience that true business life integration and calendar control and you know, just making choices that set you up for success. And when you're talking about business life integration, like all things we do around here, you have to start from the end and you start from what do I want my life to look like? And I do really in-depth time studies with people where it's they're, they're mapping out their perfect future week. It's a year from now, my week looks like this. And it's every minute of every day, weekdays, weekends, family life, all of it, because until you know what that looks like, how do you know that you've achieved integration? Right. And we wanted to do this segment of our podcast because as we mentioned in the first one, people were often asking us how we do what we do. And work-life balance was a term that they used more often than not towards us. How do you have this work-life balance? And behind the scenes, we would sort of chuckle because work-life balance just doesn't encompass it. And integration, I'm surprised 
took so long to even enter my mind because I use that word constantly in other areas like shadow work, which we've been doing a lot of talk about. But hearing business life integration recently was like a light bulb moment for me where I went, oh my gosh, yes, that's that's exactly it. We We are living our life and inviting our business into it. And we are running our business and inviting our life into it. That's what we do. And there's no magic pill and there's no magic formula and it's different for everyone. So like you said, balance, just it's never 50-50, really. Yeah. And I keep going back to those twin cycles of rest and creativity because I think that if you look at it from that, look at it as our trip we just took. We just went to Belize for two weeks. We were more or less we're not working. I'm working on a second book. That's coming out soon. And the that time period, that two weeks, was probably 80% rest and sitting on the beach reading other books and things that don't revolve around the business and 20% still talking about work and the new programs we have coming up, et cetera. And then you come back and now it's 80% work and 20. So they're in the last month, zero balance. There's been zero 50, 50, right? It's just what season are you in, in your life or your business? And then again, when you've designed it that way, the balance goes out the window. If if we both love to just work 100% of the time, and I always use Alex and Layla or Mosey as the example, they both love working 16 hours a day. They have zero balance, right? They're 90-10 all the time, but they've designed it. They've integrated it into their life so that that's just what they do. It's not a life they want to escape from. Well, I think the other reason I really like the word integration is because it takes the pressure off. I think when you hear balance, you have this assumed pressure that you have to have some balance. And again, it comes back to how do you define balance? And that's different for everyone. So the level of pressure may be different, but integration, I think just allows you to go with the flow a little bit more to understand that even in your times of rest or what you're trying to state as rest, business is going to come up. And instead of feeling stressed out when that happens, you just let it happen. It's the integration of business into your life. You know, we, we were talking before the show started a little bit about the shadow work piece of it. And I think where this comes in, and it's exactly what you just said, where, and when I hear stressed, I don't want to be stressed. I hear guilty, right? You're you're talking about the business during off time, you're guilty because you should be focusing on your family or your wife or whoever it is. And then during business time, you shouldn't be goofing off. You shouldn't be lazy, but both things can coexist. And that's what shadow work is, right? I mean, that's your, that's your wheelhouse more than mine. I'm, I'm just starting to, to scratch the surface of that. Oh, I mean, shadow work is a lot more than that, but we talked about that in the last <laughs> episode and I'm sure we'll talk about it again. I don't know that, shadow work comes into play with business life integration. I, I suppose it can to a certain degree because you might have things that are holding you back in terms of what you define as what has to be business and what has to be life. And that is going to tie into past experiences and things like that. But I think the focus of this 
episode is just more terminology and how changing the way you talk about it or reframing what you think about it can help you dramatically in terms of time management and just again the the pressure that you're most likely putting on yourself when you use the word balance versus changing it to the word integration and i think from a partnerpreneur perspective this is where it gets helpful to have a partner that understands that also you know that's something we talked about a lot in the first episode Hey gang, it's Roderick, and I hope you're enjoying today's show. What I've found as a lifelong entrepreneur, and certainly in coaching other entrepreneurs around the world for the last 20 years, is that we all pass through five phases on our business journey, from the believer to the business Buddha. You need the first two, you want the last two, but sadly, most of us get stuck in the middle and start the cycle over, some of us forever. Knowing where you are reveals a clear path for where you need to go. I've created a free quiz that when answered honestly, We'll tell you where you currently are, but most importantly, we'll reveal your next steps. You can take the quiz right now at milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash quiz. This has taken me 20 years of in the trenches trial and error to develop, and it's designed to change the way you look at your business and your life forever. Are you the showman? Are you the anxious philosopher? Maybe you're the peaceful warrior. There's only one way to find out. Take the free quiz now at milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash quiz and see where you land. The results may shock you. Now back to the show. This may be going on a little bit of a tangent, but this morning, I Chaz Wolf, who um, does the Gathering the Kings podcast, uh, he put up a post on LinkedIn, I believe, asking the question, you know, how do you, when you're an entrepreneur and you're you're so passionate about your business, how do you make time for your family and for your kids and make sure that they're not neglected? And you and I talked about this morning, we can't necessarily speak to the kid piece of it, but you know, when you and I got together, we, we knew what we were getting, <laughs> you know, you like, you know, you're getting an entrepreneur, you, you know, that it's different from a nine to five employee who just leaves, leaves the office and doesn't talk about it when they get home. What about the person who, is I was on a coaching call this morning with Josh and you know he's he's considering leaving teaching and going into entrepreneurship and I, and because we've been talking about this so much I start thinking his poor wife she doesn't know what she's in for <laughs> you know so so how and I think the term I used was when there when you start to have that values misalignment between say husband and wife and now husband's gung ho about his new venture wife starts to feel neglected how there's only so much compromise that shores up that difference. What would you suggest to people, maybe from a communications standpoint, et cetera, so that they, they, they know that it's starting to get off kilter a little bit? Well, I mean, hopefully in the case of Josh and his wife, it was a decision that they made together. That is step one. It might be Josh's dream, but he has also other commitments. So he's got another person to consider. And um, so, yeah, hopefully they made that decision together. And in doing so, that gives his wife a chance to speak up when things don't feel good to her during this new journey that they're going to take together. I think 
a lot of people too, like they, and this was him, they think, they just think finances, you know, that's the thing that's top of their mind. It's, you know, how much cash reserves do I need to go start this thing and leave my job? How many, you know, what kind of income do I need to be making in order to give up this quote unquote security, which if you know anything about me, I think corporate world is the least secure thing you could ever do versus self-employment, but stories for another day. But what we don't tend to talk about is the emotional toll of what it looks like to go after something like that. I think it's just important to be a present partner and to be in constant communication, especially when you are venturing off on something new and completely different. Um, you've, you've got to speak up and you've got to have a partner that's willing to listen when you do speak up. It can be tricky when you have two people that are basically at that point driving different cars down the same road um, and trying not to crash. But that's what signals are for, right? So you've got to raise your hand and say, hey, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable with this. Or, hey, I'm not getting the attention that I'm used to getting. And I know that you're busy, but I'm here too. Yeah, making those decisions together, you know, and and thinking about not just the finance. Everyone tends to focus on the finances and I get it. I understand why. We'll have another episode at some point about love languages, which is another huge topic that we love to talk about. And there are, you know, five basic love languages, but there are all these other little branches to it. And one of my favorites and one that I think is top of my list has become consideration. So consideration is a love language. When you make decisions with your partner, when you take the decisions that you're making, you take them into consideration when making those decisions, um, it really speaks volumes for where you are as a couple and where you want your life to go and where you see them in that life. I think in terms of that consideration, what comes up for me is the you when you've been with somebody for a long time, you know somebody really well, you you start to do things assuming how they're going to react or assuming how they're going to feel when you make X decision versus letting them tell you how they how they feel. That can be so dangerous. I used to have these roommates in college that were constantly telling me how I feel and I would just be running around the apartment going, stop telling me how I feel. And, you know, they thought it was hilarious, but it's, it's a true thing. I, we all react and act in certain ways um, at certain times, but that doesn't mean that we don't change and grow and that our needs don't change or that we're going to do the same thing every single time. But I think to your point, you know the basics of what your partner is okay with or maybe not okay with or what their basic needs are. So when you're making little decisions, maybe you don't need to consult them, but you're still considering them. You're still considering, or hopefully you are, um, but the big decisions you definitely have to make together. And that is part of how you're going to do this business life integration. You are in a way, if you want to say, here's me and here's my partner. Well, when you bring yourselves together, you're integrating. So you're doing the same thing when you're venturing off on a new business together, or one of you starting a new business and the other one will be affected. Like, like most things, this integration comes from communication. Always. 
you know, when you're working with somebody and they're building that future vision, you know, they need to be doing, you know, I'm only on a coaching call with one person, typically, you know, it's rare that it's a couple, but they need to be doing that exercise with the other people in their life, integrating those two things so that it makes sense for everyone involved. And then we work backwards and start to build a business that fills all those needs. So without belaboring the point, I'd like to hear from you listening to this. You know, send me or Nicole an email, Roderick or Nicole. Don't forget the H at milliondollarflipflops.com. What does business life integration mean to you? Yeah, listeners, we want to know what you think. Yeah, I think, you know, because it's this new lexicon for us versus balance. I think that would be the follow-up question would be, you know, do you believe in work-life balance? Yes or no? And then what does business life integration mean to you, your family, you and your partner, whatever that looks like for you? Well, thanks, Nicole. I guess we'll, we'll see everybody next time. Yeah. See you next time, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode today on the Million Dollar Flip Flop Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on your chosen platform that you listen on. If this episode make you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot and share this episode with them or post it on your social media to share with your friends. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links in the description of this episode. If you want to see more behind the scenes with Roderick and his guests, be sure to find them on Instagram. It's also where we can have deeper conversations on these episodes go to www.instagram.com forward slash million dollar flip flops. Until next time.